For Theater Talk on WBFO, I'm Anthony Chase. And I'm Peter Hall. And uh, Christmas is upon us. The theater all goes a little quiet Christmas week. But I thought this week, Annie, which, how many times have we seen Annie? But the production that's at Shays is adorable. That show just works, doesn't it? It's a wonderful show. Well, it won, what, three Tony Awards? Best musical, best book, I forget the third one. Seven, seven altogether. Well-deserving. And listeners to this radio show know that I can't stand stage children. I really do not enjoy them. These kids were completely different. I loved them. I think that you don't like children who seem show busy on stage, which I think was one of the flaws of the movie, other than the lead who was as cute as she can be. You, you do It's a Hard Knock Life, and they're doing acrobatics and backflips and so forth, as opposed to the original staging. Just a row of sweet, authentic little girls with a rag and a bucket with that very simple melody, It's a Hard Knock Life. Bam, bam. And these were very appealing children. The adults were also marvelous. The Grace Farrell we saw was stepping to the role for the very first time, and she was terrific. Carolyn Glazier, but the rest of the principals had been out on the road for a year already. They did it last year. They bring it back this year. And you forget the Christmas setting of Annie. Well, some do, but it is set at Christmas. So I did too. And while it's not a very complicated set, I'm always impressed that these things come to Buffalo on a truck and get put on the stage and look so great. That was pretty impressive, I must say. Echoes of the original staging. It had originally been a David Mitchell set, which was remarkable. I was waiting to see if they had maintained the color of the original servants' costumes, which had been eye-popping back in the 1970s when they first did it. But they are green, kind of a forest green. One might even say money green that pops. And those those original costumes echoed here had been by the one and only Theone V. Aldridge, great costume designer of her of her generation. And this rendering, again, reminds me we're a little further from a generation of people who remembered the golden age of radio, which figures prominently in this show. It does. And there were a lot of topical references about the 1930s and 40s. I'm not sure how many people in the audience knew who Bernard Baruch was or right or what Franklin Delano Roosevelt stood for or any of those jokes Don Budge yeah I remember seeing a production recently of the man who came to dinner at a community theater where people were mispronouncing the names of celebrities I think thinking that these were random names not realizing even that they referred to actual people of the period the maid was going to the Christmas tree and observing oh here's one from this and here's one I remember in particular as the actress says it's from Ethel Water Oh, dear. Simply one of the most famous Broadway stars who ever lived, Ethel Waters, but obviously not to the current generation. And I love the paintings that Daddy Warbucks has on his wall that Annie calls your Duesenbergs. Iconic paintings, John Singer Sargent. <laughs> the Mona Lisa. I don't know. <laughs> Blue Boy. Funny. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Hey, um, I got to tell everyone, you, you remember last week we talked about my Christmas Carol Marathon. Well, it continues this weekend with a one night only tonight. There's another Christmas Carol. Don't think I'm going to make it, but it's out at the Riviera Theater, one night only. Well, you either should have a medal or, a, or an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> and starting tomorrow, WBFO's own homage to Christmas. It's a wonderful life on radio, using Niagara University students to tell the story of George Bailey. I don't know where I'd be without George Bailey. And that fateful Christmas Eve, 
Well, they taped it last weekend, and it's on tomorrow at 6 o'clock, and then Christmas Eve day at 11 in the morning and 7 at night. And then if you miss all of that, it'll be on New Year's Eve at 11 in the morning as well. Very appealing idea. You did get over to Charmaine Cheese Christmas oh, Spectacular. Yes, and they're billing it as a workshop. Nothing could be further from the truth. Charmaine Chi plans everything so long in advance. She is so meticulous. This group is so well rehearsed, so tight. It was marvelous. I've often compared shorts to SNL skits. These were as good, if not better, than anything you'll see on SNL. Really first-rate production. Wow. She does attend to the details, and it takes a lot of work to make it look effortless, doesn't it? It does, and she does. In the meantime, Merry Christmas, Peter. Merry Christmas, Anthony, and happy holidays, as they say these days, to all of our listeners. For Theatre Talk on WBFO, I'm Peter Hall. And I'm Anthony Chase.